0: A line of my own, a stitch of time. A line to mark the present, past and future. From the implicit to explicit, from the hidden to the revealed. Lines of silence and chaos, movement and resistance. From moment to movement, movement to moment. People's thoughts and their own narratives became the subject of my work. Art can be an instrument for each of us to make life meaningful. Hi, this is Sati Gwyn and you are listening to MASH Podcast. Throughout the history, dots and lines have been an intrinsic mode of communication, a basic element of artistic expression. They have been used by many artists to explore and express a wealth of feelings, thoughts, and ideas. Investigating the role of lines through my practice evokes an atmospheric and delicate sensibility, a strong and organic feeling, my connection to daily discourses. Lines and dots became my agent. I grew up in a joint Overly crowded family where I could hardly get to be myself. That overcrowded loudness fades away one's individuality. As a sensitive child, I found my own way of creating a magic bubble around me where I felt disconnected from my surroundings. Although very much present, I started to scribble on whatever I had in my hands be it my books, notebooks, bedsheets or even the walls of our room. I started enjoying that and kept going on. I grew up constantly negotiating and renegotiating what I wanted to do. Afterwards, I did draw like other children do in their childhood, went to an art class in my village, participated in various local competitions and so on. It became my play, enjoyment, so naturally, I kept going and never stopped. Although I had no clue of becoming an artist as I had no idea of art as a profession, like other middle-class family children of my surroundings, I was told to pursue my education to get a decent job, and I tried to do so. I joined Bachelor of Computer Science, but fortunately got a chance in art college admission test. I joined the Indian College of Arts and Draftsmanship to pursue my degree in finance. After finishing my degree, I joined Rabindra Bharati University to do my masters. During that period, my teachers helped me a lot to find my own interest, my way of thinking. During my college days, I had to travel by train for long to reach my college. Like many other students, come from the suburbs to the main city to study. During hours of travel, I used to make small drawings in sketchbooks and that slowly became a very integral part of my practice. I did some part-time jobs to support my education and had very difficulties in concentrating uh, in my work at that time. I juggled so many things at the same time. At that time, my old habits of scribbling became my saviour. Consciously and subconsciously, whatever I was doing at the time, it came to me very naturally and spontaneously. There was no chance of battling the upstream current. After completing my master's, I moved to Baroda to stay. At that time, Photorealism was very popular so in a way it affected my work too. I tried figurative work in my own way but felt very incomplete in terms of satisfaction. My work changed in a very natural way once I became a mother. I took a long break. Life changed very much. A new different me in terms of sensibility, responsibility, maturity and so on. I felt a deep connection with my mother recalling her ritualistic practice of doing alpona, stitching floor mats that we call asana in Bengali. I even got involved in helping her to do so several times in my childhood. I found the root of lines and dots in my daily routine. I went back to my previous practice very conveniently I didn't give myself any excuse for not having a good studio and enough time as I did small walks on my bedside table for a couple of years. I did paint on my newly made home's wall and felt the joy of doing things my own way again. I engaged myself through the way I did arrangements of so many things in my house on various occasions felt like doing an installation for the first time ever within the given space. During this period of my life, I realized my way of practice was not meant to detach myself by separating me from my daily life because my walk pattern became very much part of my life. Like I do other courses in my life like cooking, reading, cleaning and so on. My way of working became catharsis to me as my home and workplace has always been together in a single place. The different aspects of my life and personality came together with a sense of harmony intertwined as one. I always lived with that idea of making mundane walks special as one keeps doing them repeatedly day by day. The monotony of the work we do in our life became synonymous to me. Slowly, the whole deed of acting life again and again became an extension of me through my works. What were my childhood play? Dots and lines, they became my agent. My works became more refined, more intricate. When I start walking, I leave all my packages of knowing. I don't think much at that time. I never try to restrict my walk uh, with any sort of narrative. I do believe art has ambiguity and understand how difficult it is to perceive the nature of reality. We always think we know, yet we really don't. My process leads me somewhere unknown, where I can't reach carrying the burden of my knowledge. Sometimes I feel I rely so much on work in a space of unknowing that I don't know is the key of my findings. As my works really don't have any definite start or a finish point, one can see that all of it could be composed on different moments. Rather than perfection, my drawings are dreams and reflections of my emotion. They are neither metaphysical nor symbolical, but purely experiential. They are not representation of any form, but actual perception. Sometimes I feel they are the lines of my hand, my present, past, and my future. Dot follows dot, line follows line, like placing bricks on top of each other to construct something meaningful. As I am not what I am, I am what I do with my hands, was famously said by Louis Bourgeois. I work months in a row to finish my work, painting is much more about the Latin time I spent walking to fill the space. I think waiting is a part of intense living. The viewer can feel the time I spent with my walk and my grit and sweat in it. They can feel it with their own understanding, their own personal narratives, as we all have our own internal visual, emotional memory bank to resonate with it. When one look at my walk, it is not gaspable at a cursory glance. It takes time to engage and rediscover it on one's own level of understanding. Once a friend of my son told me, he thought I have drawn an old woman's hair, Buddhi ki baal. As the painting uh, was black curved lines on white paper, it was a moment I rejoiced as he could read it on his own way. The connection of communication. Drawings are like human gestures, making marks over and over, again and again. We create our own mark. During my masters, my own thumb impression became the tool of mark making in my work. In my aspiration to reach and create an identity amidst several entities, Thumb impression became my tool of expression. The process helped me to develop a close intimacy with my works. As a woman, I felt constantly torn between multiple identities. The need of the realization of truth and reality amidst all the different spheres of chaos and change. To retain a sense of stability and security was probably a reason of enduring my own thumb impression. I like that feeling of taking my body's energy and putting it into a physical object to my creation. I like labor-intensive work. Paper and watercolor always have been my medium of comfort. As I am a trained painter and I can walk in any circumstances within a tiny space with minimum requirements. I even practiced a few miniature style works as Indian painting in my college days. Paper and watercolour are both vulnerable and fragile in nature. Watercolour as a medium is very much feminine to me. When you pour water in whatever vessel it takes the shape. Being a woman, I do resonate it with my flexibility of adopting. Although I don't use watercolour in the conventional way, rather I use it to draw thin and thick lines. I feel the power in me when I control and bend those lines in my way and carve my niche. In order to make bigger works, I choose to use canvas. When I work with canvas, I prepare it by sanding it again and again and coat it with layers of gesso to make a smooth surface like paper, so I can move my hand very smoothly and freely. I keep my workplace very minimal a small palette, thin brush, and a pot of water. The minimal number of things keeps me grounded and concentrated. That's why my color palette mostly has one or two colors only. Sometimes I feel like I have hundreds of other works to make. I have learned so much in making this. There will be no break or stop. Thank you, Mash. Thank you all for listening to me. Hi, this is Sati Gwyn and you are listening to MASH Podcast.